0: Be with us through this season, Lord, and all our earthly days, that when the final Easter comes, we join in heaven's praise.
1: A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses spoke to the people. Israel... Give heed to the statutes and ordinances that I am teaching you to observe, so that you may live to enter and occupy the land that the Lord, the God of your ancestors, is giving you. See, just as the Lord my God has charged me, I now teach you statutes and ordinances for you to observe in the land that you are about to enter and occupy you must observe them diligently, for this will show your wisdom and discernment to the peoples, who, when they hear all these statutes, will say, Surely this great nation is a wise and discerning people. For what other great nation has a God so near to it as the Lord our God is whenever we call to him? And what other great nation has statutes and ordinances as just as this entire that I'm setting before you today. But take care and watch yourselves closely, so as neither to forget the things that your eyes have seen, nor to let them slip from your mind all the days of your life. Make them known to your children and your children's children. The word of the Lord.
0: Thanks Thanks be to God.
1: Praise the Lord, Jerusalem.
0: Praise the Lord, Jerusalem.
1: Praise the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise your God, O Zion. For he strengthens the bars of your gates. He blesses your children within you. Praise Praise the Lord, Lord, Jerusalem. Jerusalem. The Lord sends out his command to the earth. His word runs swiftly. He gives snow like wool. He scatters frost like ashes. Praise, Praise the Lord, Lord Jerusalem. Lord. The Lord declares his word to Jacob, his statutes and ordinances to Israel. He has not dealt thus with any other nation. They do not know his ordinances. Praise, Praise the Lord, Lord, Jerusalem.
0: Praise to you, Lord. King of eternal glory. Praise to you, Lord, King of eternal glory. Your words, Lord, are spirit and life. You have the words of everlasting life. Praise to you, Lord, King of eternal glory. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you. Jesus went up the mountain and he began to teach his disciples. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill. For truly I tell you, until heaven and earth pass away, not one letter, not one stroke of a letter will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Therefore, Whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus. I'd like to start by addressing myself in a special way to those who will be watching our videocast later on today and in the days to come with all the uncertainty that we're experiencing. If there's anyone who is brand new to our little show, I'm very, very glad that you are joining us. And please remember that we are united in prayer. And as many have been saying, one of the things that will need to be rediscovered right now is the old practice of a so-called spiritual communion. This had a lot of currency in the days when very, very few people ever went to communion at all, even though they were able to go to Mass. The widespread receiving of communion by the vast majority of the congregation is a relatively recent phenomenon, So, for various reasons, people would not go to communion, and they would make the spiritual communion, which basically means that in words that you could find in some book or online, wherever, or in your own heart, that you are saying that you know Jesus is with you, even though you can't receive him sacramentally right now. You know he is with you, and you unite yourself with him and through him with all those who are crucified throughout the world. And therefore, we want to do exactly that very thing if we are not able to receive the Eucharist uh, and won't, of course, be able to for an indefinite period of time. So, again, my warm welcome to all who join us in this day and in the days to come online. You know, of course, that uh, there have been some marvelous expressions that could only have been the product of our contemporary era that have come up about this whole affair. The self-isolation and social distancing and all kinds of fascinating expressions like that. One that a number of us will recall from former eras that you still hear a bit, but not quite so much anymore, was the word quarantining. And somebody has pointed out online that quarantine has the same root as the number 40. I'm assuming that that's probably because quarantines were traditionally for a period of 40 days or whatever it might have been. Well, how ironic that our Lent, which had already begun, has now entered a quarantine kind of period, which may last for 40 days or more, but in its own way is itself a kind of Lent. And there's something to be said for the potential beauty of that. I think immediately of what Jesus did, as we sang in our opening hymn today, Oh, Lord, throughout these 40 days, when we heard on the first Sunday of Lent that he went out into the desert for 40 days and 40 nights, he fasted, he prayed, he tussled with Satan, and he won the victory that was to be the forerunner of the great victory he would win for all of us on the cross. Well, I suppose you could call that a kind of Quarantine or self isolation that Jesus undertook, but it was in favor of conquering the greatest disease of them all, the disease of the soul, our souls. He came to conquer that disease of our souls, the sinfulness and the selfishness. And the lawlessness that has led to us being so many ways suffering with or without a pandemic to accentuate it. We are invited during this period to rediscover the beauty of what happens when we are truly in our solitude and when we discover. What the God of love and the law of the God of love is all about. We heard today in our gospel words that go back to the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount. In fact, we heard these words on a Sunday before Lent started. And uh, they are the words that immediately precede Jesus beginning to talk about the deeper, profounder meanings of the law. Not one letter, not one stroke of a letter, not one jot or tittle, as we always used to say, is going to be done away with until it is all coming to pass, until it's all accomplished. So you can't violate even one of the least of the commandments of God. And then he proceeds to go through the commandments, or several of them, and speak, not to how he is jettisoning them or reinterpreting them, but to how he is inviting us to plunge deeper into them. And in so doing, to discover that all of that was given to us by a God who wanted not to restrict us, not to punish us, but to show how much he loved us. In fact, I've always loved the lines of Moses where he is saying, you know, the people of the surrounding nations are going to be insanely jealous They will say, you have a God who cares enough about you and loves you enough to give you a law, to give you restrictions, to give you boundaries, to tell you not to fall off precipices into oblivion. Our gods don't care about us at all. Our gods are completely indifferent to what we do. We are puppets on a string as far as they are concerned. Your God actually cares enough about you, enters into relationship enough with you, To actually give you, like a true father would, the way. And we know that Jesus is the fulfillment of that way. As he says, I am the way and the truth and the life. Let's hope that during this quarantining period that the church and indeed the whole world is going through, that we will not forget that our God is with us as he has always been, marching alongside his people, journeying with them in their struggle and pain, protecting them, keeping them safe where it counts. And that we will rediscover the God of love in the solitude of the quiet times that perhaps will be more frequent now for us. Rediscovering that God of love, whose law is the law of the perfect love that sacrifices and saves.
1: We hope that our podcasts have been inspiring. And now, our pastor, Father Martin, offers a few closing words. Lent
0: is a time to deepen our faith through prayer, penitence, and charity. We pray that our readings and homilies help you to prepare to celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, at Easter. Just as we display ashes as a mark of our faith on Ash Wednesday, please share the readings and homilies with others by inviting them to our website where they can find them all day by day. What a great gift to present at the altar on Good Friday that you helped spread the good news of our salvation.
1: And thank you for your prayers and support.